Hello and welcome to another episode of Words With Myself. Developing relationships is no easy task, whether this is friendships or romantic partnerships or co-workers even. When we decide that someone is a potential candidate for a relationship, we often judge our meetings and our interactions based off of whether we feel like we have something in common with that person, whether we can relate to someone. And usually the first disqualifying criteria would be that, uh, I don't have anything in common with this person, so we can't be friends. And what this means then is that typically at least around 90% of our relationships are actually formed through trauma bonds because we are seeking people that have suffered or have been through similar experiences to us. For instance, someone who grew up poor their whole life and never had money would meet someone who had been rich their whole life and had you know parents who had a lot of money and say, I don't really get on with so-and-so because we don't have anything in common. And typically what we're looking for in our relationships is for people that understand us. So we want to find people and feel like we can only be friends with people who have had similar experiences, a similar upbringing, been through similar traumatic experiences and developed similar coping mechanisms even. For instance, if people drink to cope with the day or their stress or their trauma then they'll typically have friends who drink and they'll all go to the pub and get drunk and that's how they deal with life and that's how they unburden themselves. And all of these people, like that, it's that misery loves company vibe where birds of a feather all flock together and people who have similar trauma want to be around people who have also got that trauma because those are the people that are going to understand them. Those are the people that are going to validate them and say that like, it's okay that you are the way you are because I am this way too. If we are around someone who maybe we deem to have their life together and you know, they're focused on self-improvement and taking care of their health and exercising and reading and we're in a place where we feel really awful and can't bear to deal with life and we're self-destructing we don't want to be around those people that we think have their life together and are working on themselves and looking after themselves because they make us feel guilty for wanting to self-sabotage for wanting to blow up and to wanting to harm ourselves because the pain is so unbearable that we feel like just feeling something in itself is a positive experience. It's better than feeling numb, so even if I'm feeling shit, it's better than feeling nothing. But if I'm in that place, I don't expect that that person who is focused on self-improvement and health and happiness to understand that, to relate to me, to understand why I am the way I am. I may even say that that person hasn't had the same problems as I have, They've never suffered like I have. They've never been through what I've been through. And that might be true. But what happens is that we surround ourselves by trauma. We surround ourselves by people who are the same as us. And it doesn't allow us to grow. Which is why new environments and new people and putting yourself in challenging and difficult positions which are uncomfortable and outside of our comfort zone is so important. 
so that we gain exposure to different thoughts, different ways of life, different methodologies and understand how other people feel about life, how other people think, rather than surrounding ourselves by people who all think like us, who all feel like us and make us feel validated, which is a form of comfort, to take ourselves away to places where we can learn something new. We can meet new people with different kinds of experiences and show ourselves a different way of life is possible. Else, how can we possibly expect ourselves to get out of that feeling that everything is terrible and that the world is terrible and that we're always miserable all the time? If we're surrounded by constant reminders of that and that everyone that we interact with also feels like that, we're not giving ourselves any chance to break out of that pattern. It's, for me, it was really evident in people with depression, how they all come together. And especially on kind of social media and places like this, it has become even more prevalent where groups of depressed people will all come together and share songs and memes or whatever it is like, all validate each other's depression and talk to each other about how terrible life is and how much of a justification they have for feeling this way and all talk about self-harm and this stuff. And then the second that someone starts to feel a bit better or starts to grow and develop as a person and get out of this negative cycle... They don't want to lose these people around them that understand them. And if they get better, then those people won't understand or relate to them anymore. So it gets to a point where people might be healing, but they're then pretending that they're worse than they are so that they can still be friends with people that are also depressed. But by pretending that they're depressed and by always ingesting all of this depressive content and talking about depression and how bad life is and hanging around people that talk about how awful life is all the time, they're now maintaining their depression by being around those people. And they also feel guilty if they get better that those people are not getting better. Those people are still suffering and part of me wants to suffer with them because they're my friends. Which traps you in this infinite loop of everyone is making each other feel worse. And maintaining this bubble of depression around them. And it's really difficult to move on from that and get out of it. Because usually what happens is you get really lonely when you're depressed And those people who have depression are the only people that understand you. So the only people that you interact with are other people with depression. And you end up enabling each other. And you preserve that bubble. And this happens in... It's not just depression. It's in every facet we do this. Whatever it is that is our coping mechanism or our trauma, we seek to be around people that don't improve our condition or don't help us get out of a bad position but validate that we are there and that understand where we are 
people that are angry about something want to be around other people that are angry about the same thing so they can all be angry together. People who love to talk behind people's backs and gossip about people want friends that are also like that so they have someone to gossip with. All these things that are the manifestations of trauma we seek to share with other people and we feel like we can only relate to people that are also experiencing that same trauma response and have the same coping mechanism. So we build this cocoon around ourselves that means that we can't see anything else. We have no new information coming out. We have no new perspectives around us. And none of us are really growing. None of us are improving or getting better. We're just all sharing each other's negativity and providing a space for us to all act out our traumas. And this can be really damaging in relationships where you'll get things like codependent relationships where someone is used to feeling like they have to help every single person in the world and do everything for everyone and can't set boundaries and you'll get one person who might potentially be narcissistic or feels entitled and oversteps boundaries and wants someone who will do everything for them and will constantly take 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 and these people go together because you have one person whose trauma response is to do everything for everyone and you have one person's trauma response that is to take everything for everyone. So what happens is you get this really harmful relationship dynamic where both parties are enabling each other to act out on their trauma instead of making each other aware of these manifestations of trauma and helping each other to heal and overcome them. So many times you will hear someone say, I keep going for the wrong person. You know, every time I get into a relationship, it turns out the same. And it's because we're picking the same kind of people. The same people that have either compatible trauma or exactly the same trauma. Which means that we don't have to change. And that's really what we're seeking. We're seeking comfort when we're making these decisions. We want someone that makes us feel comfortable and safe but comfortable and safe for someone who is deeply wounded and acting out trauma can be something that is actually very dangerous to them and this is why they often say that opposites attract because it's either that two people have something a common foundation of trauma that is keeping them together they both suffered in exactly the same way they both had something like they both grew up poor, or they both grew up in an abusive household, or the complete opposite, where two people, one person is overly assertive and aggressive and dominant, and one person is overly complicit and allows the other person to be overly dominant. So instead of balancing each other out, by meeting in the middle, instead they balance each other out by sitting at the other ends of the extreme. And I think it would be pretty safe to say that this is probably one of the most common relationship dynamics, where two people sits at the polar opposite ends of an extreme, and they feel like they balance each other out, but really neither of them are benefiting or healing or growing in the relationship, they are actually just compensating for each other. And this actually might be 
the start of a healthy relationship. If both people are committed to growth and both people, instead of going more to their extreme, are being shown by their partner the other side of the fence. So they are creating this balance and both coming and meeting each other in the middle. That is the marker of the healthy relationship versus where both people are enabling the worst in each other. So it's important that we foster this awareness in ourselves that the people that we will typically seek out, the people that we will feel most comfortable around, are people who are going to have had similar traumas to us or compatible trauma to us. So when we feel comfortable and confident and that we can relate to someone, it isn't necessarily a sign that they are the best people for us to be around. It's just a sign that they have been through similar stuff to us and we can relate and we feel comfortable because they will understand us. But they may understand us, but they might not understand what we need because they are in their situation themselves and they might be stuck just like you're stuck. And if everyone surrounds themselves by other people who are in exactly the same predicament as they are, and no one has the solution, that solution probably exists outside of these people who are all stuck. And yeah, you might find people that have broken the pattern, have gotten out of the cycle. And for instance, in the depression case, you might find someone who has gotten better. And you may find that as that person begins to grow and heal and feel better, that the thing that is going to enable them to break free from this pattern is to abandon and remove themselves from the people that are also stuck in the pattern. That they can no longer be associated and surrounded by people who are all depressed because it is making them depressed and triggering their trauma responses when they are around those people. So sometimes we have to look outside of the comfortable, outside of what makes us feel understood because we might look at someone who is really happy and seems really content with life and they're so purposeful and we can't ever imagine that they would understand us but if you looked at them 15 years ago they were in exactly the same place as you but they broke out of it and you might think that they don't understand you but they might understand what you've been through more than anyone but they actually are also the people that understand how to get out of it, how to get yourself out of that hole. But if you're discontinuing all these people because you think that you can't relate to them, you might just be cutting yourself off from the solution or people that will help you find your own solution, people that will advise you and challenge you to grow and heal versus enable you to exist how you are. And that, to me, is a true friend. Rather than someone who can just be around me because I'm like them, someone who challenges me and pushes me to be the best version of myself. So instead of looking for someone who has had the same trauma as us, who has been through the same things as us, or who copes with life the same as us, we can look for people who share our same values or are on the same path as us. They're looking to heal and grow too. Those people are looking to improve and seek new information and new experiences just like us. 
or even just keeping ourselves open-minded and being open to listening to people who aren't like us, to be accepting of others and loving of others, and to allow ourselves to listen to people who share a different opinion to us, rather than censoring people and blocking out opinions that don't align with us, rather than seeking to just confirm what we already know, seek to disprove ourselves. And the answer to that will either be that we deepen our understanding, we deepen our connection to what we know to be true, or we learn something new. Neither of them is a loss. The only loss is when we cut ourselves off from other people, where we blind ourselves, when we remove other opinions and other experiences and people who we don't think necessarily align 100% with who we are. Because that person you're cutting out might just be the person that helps you get to where you want to go or to be the person you know you can be. That person might be the person that advances you, helps you grow, helps you open yourself up to a new perspective or a new experience in life. They might just be the very people we need. Thank you for listening.